It's time for Northwestern Outdoors Radio, the show focusing on fishing, hunting, outdoor recreation, destinations, and conservation in the region where you live and play. Northwestern Outdoors is brought to you by Max Lure Company, Sportsman's Warehouse, and Wallowa County. And now, let's see what's going on in the field and on the water with your host, John Cruz. We have got a really fun show for you today with a heavy focus on a bass tournament I participated in last week and some delicious seafood we're going to give away to some of you. That seafood is from our friends Rich and Cena Wheeler at Cena Sea Seafood. If you listen to this show with any regularity, you know they catch wild Alaskan seafood out of Prince William Sound and near the mouth of the famed Copper River near Cordova. We are giving away some smoked salmon today from Cena Sea to three of you tuning in. Not only that, We'll also get to talk to Rich Wheeler about some new items they have in stock I think you'll be interested in, and a few things that are sold out but hopefully coming back again soon for you. After we talk to Rich, Bob Loomis with Max Lure will join us again to talk about Trolls for Trout. You've probably used cowbells or jack of Lloyds in front of your lure while trolling a lake for trout, but... These flashes are so heavy, you often don't feel the bite. And sometimes, even the trout that's hooked at the end of your line. Fortunately, Max Lure has a product that addresses this problem. We'll shift from trout to bass when we head to Mardon Resort at Potholes Reservoir for the Mount St. Helens Bassmasters Big Bass Tournament. My best friend Rusty Johnston and I told you about our efforts to prepare for this tournament last week, and this week we'll tell you how we fared against the other 48 teams that were on the water, all of us hoping to catch a big bass that we could weigh in for an hourly cash prize, or better still, for a big check as either the biggest or second biggest bass of the day. Rusty did catch a six-pound bass on our last outing, and we were hoping that fish would be waiting for us where we left her. We'll let you know later in the show whether she was or not and how our tournament day went. In addition to this, we'll talk to Phil Martin. He's the president of the Mount St. Helens Bassmasters, the bass club based in southwest Washington that put on this big bass event. Phil will let you know how tournament day unfolded and also tell you a bit about this fun club you can join if you have a boat with a live well and want to get into tournament bass fishing. You'll want to stick around for our final interview of this show, too, because we'll be introducing you to the anglers who won this tournament with a really big largemouth bass that weighed over six pounds. The team caught this big mama with just 30 minutes of time left in the eight-hour tournament and got her to the docks for the weigh-in with 10 minutes to spare. Their reward? An hourly cash prize for the biggest bass as well as $4,800 for winning first place. No, this isn't the 10 grand we were talking about last week. That number was based on 100 anglers participating with $100 per angler going towards the top prize. But you know what? A $4,800 check, that's a pretty good chunk of change. As for the winners, let's just say a couple of young guns took the big prize home and they figured out how to catch a bunch of bass on a cold, windy day, something many anglers could not figure out. Not only that, but these two anglers are also launching a brand new fishing tackle company called Live to Fish. That's the number two in there for Live to Fish, and we'll tell you about that too. All right, we've got a lot going on again, so let's get things going and let's do it now with another edition of Sportsman Spotlight. Spotlighters beware, David Sparks, Sportsman Spotlight. Artificial simulated animals are being used in Idaho to bust unlawful hunters. 
Idaho Fish and Game spokesperson Steve Liebenthal says Fish and Game is taking aggressive action on this activity. The use of ASAs came about mostly as the result of people who alerted us to illegal activity, people spotlighting at night. I've known about spotlighting for years, even when I was a kid. What is it about aiming a spotlight into the woods and deer, like deer in the headlights type thing? What, what is it about a bright light that either attracts or stops game animals from fleeing? I can only answer that based on my own experience, and that is when a bright light is shown into my eyes, it kind of freezes in me in my tracks because I can't see anything else, and that seems to be the effect on animals. You shine a bright light in their eyes, and they're suddenly frozen. Imagine something that's able to take in such a small amount of light and being able to see suddenly being infused with a huge amount of light, and you can imagine why it would be blinding. What kind of a hunter? goes out and does something illegal like that and takes advantage of an animal. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, isn't it? I wouldn't describe that person as a hunter. I would describe that person as a poacher who has no interest in the sport of hunting and only wants to steal game. Well said and accurate. David Sparks, Sportsman Spotlight. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm, but which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on, listening to this station featuring the Ag Information Network news. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us, they'll trust you. Next up on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, we've got Rich Wheeler on the line. Rich and his wife, Sina, run a great company called Sina Sea Seafood, and they specialize in catching wild-caught Alaskan salmon, halibut, and black cod, and king crab and other crab and seafood too that they will deliver right to your door all wild caught in alaska prince william sound copper river we're talking premium alaskan seafood here rich it is great to have you on the show hey john thanks thanks for having me great to be here so let's just hit this head on one of your best-selling items is crab and i'll tell you what you hooked me up with some alaskan king crab a couple of months ago it was the best crab i've ever eaten you had some tanner crab available lately some bared ice snow crab it's all sold out right now isn't it yeah yeah we had a quite a uh, quite a run on it and it's been an interesting season to say the least so when is crab going to be available again do you think so we're putting it down right now that we're going to probably make it available May 10th. All right. 
So start looking at cenasea.com around May 10th if you want to get hooked up with some delicious Alaskan wild-caught crab. That's S-E-N-A. S-E-A, cenasea.com. Now, in the meantime, though, you've got plenty of other seafood available. We're talking salmon, halibut, cod. We're talking smoked salmon. We're talking spreads. And you've got some specialty items. Some of the best, well, I'd say actually the very best part of the halibut. You're selling halibut cheeks, aren't you? Yep. Yeah, we got a nice run of halibut cheeks, and we take really nice care of them, clean them up, package them, and uh, wrap them in parchment paper, and then vacuum pack them all in one-pound portions. And the halibut cheeks, I mean, it's literally the sweetest part of the fish. Why is that? You know, I don't know why that is, but the the texture is that of oftentimes it's talked about as being similar to a scallop. It's stringy like that and really easy to cook. But one of these delicacies that, you know, once you have it once, you're just like, wow, this is super special. Well, speaking of delicacies, you know, you have some wonderful smoked salmon. And, folks, we're going to be giving away some smoked salmon today. We'll tell you about that at the end of the interview here. Uh, But let's talk about the smoked black cod that you have. That's a new one for me. Yep, yep. It's one of these really delicate items that not a lot of people have tried. And when you do try it, you're like, uh, you know, here again, another delicacy that uh, you want more and more of. It's something that we've found that... We really enjoy. We use it in all kinds of dishes, you know, whether it's uh, Cena makes it, you know, seafood fettuccine or uh, something, you know, hors d'oeuvres. It's just a great item to have around the house. Now, the black cod's also known as a sable fish, and it's different than the true cod. A lot of folks Mm -hmm. say the black cod tastes better. Why is that? So your, your black cod is, we're fishing for that black cod on the continental shelf up in Alaska. So we're, you know, generally anywhere from, you know, about 250 fathoms out to, uh, I've fished for it, you know, as deep as 500 fathoms, maybe 600 fathoms. So, you know, a fathom is six feet. So, you know, over 3,000 feet, you know, on the continental shelf. So the, the fat content is what makes that fish really special and unusual. Okay. And sticking with the black cod, not only do you have smoked black cod available, I understand you have marinated black cod. What's it marinated in? So we have two flavors. We have a miso black cod, and then we also have a, a ginger black cod, which is our Cena's family recipe, which is just uh, it's super nice. And it comes pre-marinated, pull it out uh, in the morning before you go to work and come back and throw it on the grill or in the oven at dinner time. So it's pretty easy. Oh. This sounds so delicious. And folks, if you want to order any of this, the website to go to, senasea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A.com. And let's talk about something else, and that's the fact that Sina Sea is really big into sustainable fishing practices. And I think that's important for a couple reasons. Number one, in Washington State, we are looking at a potential closure of all recreational fishing around the San Juan Islands. That's where the southern resident killer whales live. They feed on Chinook salmon, and there's just not a lot of them there. And a lot of folks are worried that if they buy salmon from you, that they're potentially eating salmon that those killer whales need. And that's not true, is it? No. No, we are exclusive. Our copper River salmon comes right off the beach, particularly the king salmon. We're fishing right on the beach and have, you know, not a lot of intercept fishing going on where we do it at. And that's important to note, folks, is when it comes to the salmon, uh, there's different runs for different rivers, and you can be selective, like Rich and Cena and Cena Sea Seafoods is, and target stocks that are very healthy. Not only are you targeting sockeye and coho and chinook that are, you know, right by the Copper River, but you actually believe in, in supporting the Copper River watershed. You actually donate money every year, don't you? 
Absolutely. A, a portion of our proceeds go to uh, supporting those great causes. And, you know, we're only as strong as the grounds that we fish on. And if we're not able to, you know, fish these runs, I don't have a living, you know, and, and I want this to be something that I can pass down to my kids and their kids. So this is, you know, really, truly a family business all the way through and through. Let's talk about something else here. A lot of seafood that's caught off Alaska isn't necessarily caught by Americans. It's caught by Russians in international waters or even Russian waters. And there's not a whole lot of market for that right now, given what's going on in the world. You don't have any Russian-caught salmon or seafood, do you? Nope. Everything that we catch is American caught in American waters and oftentimes by a lot of my friends. So <laughs> I, I know them personally and uh, they're all great people. And we, we take this part real serious and, you know, the traceability, we're all MSC certified. So it's, you know, something that we, we do a great job at, you know, processing, taking care of this fish and getting it to our consumers. All right. I absolutely love everything I'm hearing here. And folks, now is the fun time for you. We are giving away three packets of smoked salmon. It's either going to be coho or sockeye. It's going to either come out of Prince William Sound or the Copper River. And if you want a chance to win it, here's what you do. Just go to our Facebook page at Northwestern Outdoors Radio. If you haven't already, please like and follow that Facebook page. It really helps us out. You're going to first off like and follow the page and then look for the post thread where we're doing the giveaway and just Give us what city and state you live in and what station you're listening to. That's all you have to do to enter. If you don't do Facebook, I completely understand. Just contact us through our website at northwesternoutdoors.com. Let us know the same information, that what station you're listening to, where you live, and you are entered for a chance to win. We're going to give away three packets to three different listeners, so you've got pretty good odds at winning something here. And again, Cena Sea Seafood, it is premium cot wild Alaskan salmon and seafood. They catch it, they handle it with care, they package it carefully, and they deliver it right to your door. Check out their website at cenac.com. That's cenac.com. Rich, anything else you want to throw in before we leave today? No, great. I really appreciate the support and the help and everything else you're doing for us, John. It's uh, been a, a great partnership, and I'm looking forward to the season starting, too. I'm going to be heading up to Alaska here, I think, we're April 18th, somewhere there, and our doors will be open for business. Where we're going to start talking about shrimp. Uh, that opens on April 15th, which is probably the best shrimp in the world, and we have a lot of interest in that. And then followed up with the, the Copper River opening sometime, we think, May 16th. So we're, we're super excited about uh, the outlook for the wild seafood and coming out of Cordova. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. And in the meantime, folks, uh, keep your eye on the website at cenasea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, cenasea.com. When that shrimp comes on the market, you're going to want to get it in a hurry. It is delicious. It's going to sell out quick. Rich, thanks for sharing this with us today on Northwestern Outdoors Radio. Thanks, John. All right, let's end this segment the way we started it with a little music from Frank Prenovos. This portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at Cena Sea Seafoods. That's the company that delivers delicious, wild-caught Alaskan seafood 
right to your door. Everything from Copper River sockeye salmon to halibut to sablefish and even king crab legs. Better still, they are offering a 10% discount to our listeners. If you want to take advantage of that, go to SinaSea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, SinaSea.com, and put in the promo code OUTDOORSRADIO. Once you do that, you get 10% off your entire order. The website again, SinaSea.com, and the promo code for 10% off, OUTDOORSRADIO. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter, and with over 90 locations, you're sure to find a store near you full of the gear you need to succeed this hunting season. Find a location near you or shop online today at sportsmanswarehouse.com. You're back with more of the great outdoors on Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio, and you're back in with another Extended Max Minute brought to you every week by Max Lure. With us again is Bob Loomis talking trout. Bob, great to have you back. Thanks, John. Last week, we talked about trolling around using the double whammy or the wedding ring spinner to catch trout, but we didn't talk about what to put in front of that, and you've got something that, that I just love because it's so lightweight, the flashlight troll. Tell our listeners about this. Well, you know, the flashlight trolls, first of all, the flashlight blade is, is the same thing as the smile blade. It's a mylar blade that's ultra lightweight and rotates when it's pulled through the water. So being very lightweight, you put that on wire and set it up like you would the old cowbells or jackaloid or, you know, any of the old attractors that were used. And you put three or four of those in line, and there you have the exact same thing. But it weighs 95% less than the old jackaloid and cowbells, you know, the old-time attractors. So it works absolutely fantastic for a lot of different fisheries. The other thing, too, we've talked about this before, the, the thing I love about the flashlight troll compared to the old cowbells is, I know you've had the experience, I certainly have, where you're trolling along with the cowbells and you, you know, reel in to check your bait and you've been trolling a trout that's like 16 <laughs> inches long for God knows how long and you never even knew it was on because of the weight of the pop gear. Yeah, well, you got to remember, I grew up on Lake Chelan and when you went out and trolled during the spring down at Lakeside for the kokanee that were, a, if you caught a nine-incher, you caught a trophy. Um, yeah, we had that happen quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Feel that trout or that kokanee on the end of your line and use the flashlight troll to do it. You'll find it at sporting goods stores near you or online anytime at maxlure.com. Hey, we're talking to Lance Murs today with Max Lure Company about a brand new lure that's just slaying the trout out there on area lakes. It's the Smile Blade Spin Drift Trout Lure from Max Lure Company. Lance, what makes this lure so special? Well, we've got our Max Lure patented Smile Blade, our high UV components, and the Spin Drift hook, which gives it a great corkscrew action in the water. There you go, folks. All three components help you catch more fish. The Smile Blade Spin Drift Trout Lure, only for Max Lure Company. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter, full of the gear you need to succeed this hunting season. Firearms, ammo, archery equipment, decoys, clothing, boots, and more. You'll find it all at Sportsman's Warehouse. Better still, the knowledgeable staff can help you with tips to help you bag a trophy or a limit. Find a location near you or shop online today at sportsmans.com. 
Hey, we're talking to Lance Mers today with Max Lure Company about a brand new lure that's just slaying the trout out there on area lakes. It's the Smile Blade Spin Drift Trout Lure from Max Lure Company. Lance, what makes this lure so special? Well, we've got our Max Lure patented Smile Blade, our high UV components, and the Spin Drift hook, which gives it a great corkscrew action in the water. There you go, folks. All three components help you catch more fish. The Smile Blade Spin Drift Trout Lure, only for Max Lure Company. I'm gonna take you fishing, honey. You're gonna love it. Gonna get up before the sun rise above us. Got a bamboo pole and a leaky boat. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. We are broadcasting from Mardon Resort at Potholes Reservoir in eastern Washington. It's a windy day out here, but that didn't stop 49 teams from competing in the Mount St. Helens Bassmasters Big Bass Tournament where there were a lot of folks back in the sand dunes hunting for a big bass worth a lot of money. With us here to tell you more about how the tournament went and also to tell you about the club that put it on is Phil Martin, the president of the Mount St. Helens Bassmasters. Phil, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. It's been a nice day but windy day. It has indeed been a windy day, but you know what? I really want to say thanks for putting this event on. My best friend and I got to fish it, had a great time, even though I am sorry to say we didn't do real well this tournament. That's all right. Every tournament we put on, we try to do a fun tournament. The biggest thing is everybody's safe and everybody has fun. And I love this Big Bass tournament format, and I've told folks on the show this before. The great thing about this is that, you know, when you have a five-bass tournament, you have to have a lot of skill to bring in a five-bass bag that's going to be on top. But any blind squirrel can find a nut on a big bass tournament. And that's what makes a big bass so much fun is it's just one fish. And as you got seven chances, we had seven chances for the day. Second place was 120 bucks for a fish. First place for the hour is 240 And then for the overall winner, it was a $1,440 payday for one fish. And the number one overall winner is $4,800. So Very nice. $4,800. Do we know the name of the person who won yet? We do. We're going to announce it here shortly. Hopefully, they'll stick around for an interview. We can share that with you folks. How big was the biggest bass today? It was 6.12. That is a very fine bass. Second place bass? 6.3. So right. it was probably neck and neck. So, And the difference, though, is 4,800 versus 1,400. Yes. So, oh. yeah. Oh, just by ounces, just folks. By ounces. Now, you had a couple of anglers here, at least one who won several hours or came in first or second place several hours. Yes, we did. So that's kind of the nice thing about a big bass tournament also is you can win multiple times. It's not one sum at the end of the tournament. So Funny story, folks. Uh, the angler that did that this year did exactly the same thing last year, and he's not even from the Pacific Northwest. He moved here from Arkansas last year, cleaned up on both big bass tournaments, took home a good amount of money. Sorry to say he's heading back to Arkansas for a new job, but maybe that's good for the rest of us. He won't terrorize us on Potholes Reservoir anymore. Well, maybe we'll see if he shows that next year, but yeah, <laughs> we look forward to putting it on next year. This is the first time we've ever been on Potholes to do a big bath. We do one at Silver Lake in the fall, last couple of years, but first time on Potholes. Let's talk about the fishing day. It's been windy. I mean, it's been really windy. It started off not too bad. We, you know, I think at launch we were about 10 miles an hour. By the time we came in, I think we were at about, oh, closer to 20 miles an hour with some pretty heavy gusts. It has. This morning was really decent. We saw some two, three, and a lot of four-pounders come in. And at the last minute, we had two six-pound fish come in. And that's when the wind picked up. I don't know if they were holding on to them all day or if they picked them at the last hour, but 
it's been kind of an exciting day other than the wind. We were dealing with really tough conditions here. You know, we had a temperature drop from 70 all the way down to 54 in two days. So pre-spawn, cold front, that's a recipe for rough fishing. I'll be honest, we had rough fishing on our end. Did most anglers have a tough time out there or were there a few that figured it out? There were a few that figured it out. We had, uh, like you said earlier, a couple guys that weighed in multiple times. But I think it was hard for a lot of people because of that temperature drop. Was anybody open about what they were using to catch their fish? No, nobody was. Everybody was <laughs> tight-lipped, yeah, yeah. Well, I can tell you folks, looking out there, a lot of folks were tossing chatterbaits. A lot of folks were tossing jigs. I can tell you the, the favorite color out of here is black and blue. That is a favorite color out here at Potholes in the Spring for the pre-spawn bass. But that one angler we were talking about who's done so well in the last two tournaments, he loves a rattle trap. He loves a lipless crankbait, and uh, he's done very well with that, along with several other lures. So lots of lures you can use, but it was tough fishing with the wind. I'm just glad everybody got back safe. That's the most important thing, because everybody had fun, and everybody was safe and got home. Well, and let's talk a little bit more about some of the other tournaments you put on as the Mount St. Helens Bassmasters. I'm guessing Silver Lake is your home lake? Silver Lake is our home lake. We don't fish it as much as we probably should. We established ourselves in 1994, just a smaller club. Uh, we look, just have fun with a little friendly competition, everything we do. We hold about seven club tournaments a year, and then usually two opens of an open tournament and a big bass on Silver Lake every year, just to help raise money for the club to do things, either conservation, student funds, or help send people to nationals if they, they make it that far. Let's talk a little bit about what it takes to join a bass club. Now, number one, and I think this is a misconception, do you have to have a nice bass boat? No, you do not. We've had people just in aluminum boats just to have a live well in it. Biggest thing is just come out and have fun. See what it's all about. An open or a big bass is a great way to get your feet wet. That's been a lot of money. Our dues are usually about $100 a year for a single person or 200 for a family. And that covers your state federation dues and your national federation dues. When you're talking about the state federation, the national federation, are we talking about the Bass Federation, which is a tournament circuit? Yeah, so I was talking about like the TBF for Washington State, which is a great group. They help put back into the state and work with the uh, fish and wildlife in, in the event that we need to fight for warm water. You know, one thing that, that I think is just great is how many more people are getting into the sport of fishing due to COVID. Are you seeing that in terms of interest in joining your bass club and other bass clubs out there too? It seems to be. From what I've been reading, bass fishing is becoming the number one sport in the nation, and our club has grown quite a bit over the last couple of years. We're up to 35 members, about 20 teams for the year, so we're seeing an increase, and we're seeing more husbands and wives fishing together, which is a fantastic thing. You know, I noticed that this morning, too, and I agree with you. It is wonderful when couples are fishing together. I know for a fact that some of the ladies that are on these fishing teams are far better anglers than I will ever be, especially, folks, on a day like this, which you'll hear a little bit more about during this show. All right, one other thing we got to talk about here. If people want to join the Mount St. Helens Bassmasters, how do they go about it? So you can either look on Facebook. We have a Facebook public site out there. Or go to mshbm.org, and you can sign up there. Learn more about us, our tournaments, and our opens coming up each year. We post them there. Well, folks, I'd highly recommend that you participate 
in one of the opens they have, or better still, if you live anywhere in the southwest Washington area and you love bass fishing, consider joining the Mount St. Helens Bass Masters. Again, their website is mshbm.org. That's mshbm.org. Or look for the Mount St. Helens Bass Masters on Facebook. They've got a public page and a private page, and they're more than willing to let you hop on board and learn about what they do. Phil, thanks for putting on a great event today. It was a lot of fun. Oh, thank you for joining us, and we look forward to having you again and whatever we can do to help the sport grow. Next, uh, another reminder about that giveaway we're doing this week from Cena Sea Seafood. We are giving away three foil wrap packets of smoked salmon. We are talking about either sockeye salmon or coho salmon from Prince William Sound or the famed Copper River, and it is absolutely delicious. If you want to win one of these packets, and again, we're giving away three, here's what you do. Go to our Facebook page at Northwestern Outdoors Radio and go to the post thread where we're doing the giveaway. Let us know what station you're listening to today and where you live. That's all you have to do. Just your city and state. That's all we need. You can also give us the same information through our website at northwesternoutdoors.com. And we will pick three lucky winners after our last broadcast this weekend. In the meantime, check out more great wild-caught Alaskan seafood from Sina Sea at their website, sinasea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, sinasea.com. Rise above us. Got a bamboo pole and a leaky boat. It ain't much, but if you bail, it'll float. I'm gonna take you fishing, honey. You're gonna love it. Fishing and fun. That's what you'll find at Mardon Resort. Come to sunny eastern Washington and bring your RV or rent a cottage, cabin, or room at our newly upgraded resort at the south end of Potholes Reservoir. Get tackle and provisions at our general store. And after you're done fishing, hanging out at our swim beach, or boating for the day, enjoy dinner and a drink at the beach house. Find out more at mardonresort.com. That's mardonresort.com, where the fish bite and we don't. Come to Oregon's Wallowa County for outdoors adventure. Hike, ride, paddle, fish, or sightsee to your heart's content. And then visit one of our wonderful towns, whether it be Joseph with its beautiful bronze statues, our county seat in Enterprise, or one of our charming small towns like Wallowa, Imnaha, or Troy, where you can eat, shop, and sleep before continuing your adventure the next day. Plan your visit now at WallowaCountyChamber.com. That's WallowaCountyChamber.com. From a bull elk ripping a bugle across the valley to wing beats on a duck marsh, public lands and waters are integral to our outdoor heritage. Become a member of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers and stand up for our public lands and waters. Visit backcountryhunters.org today. Cause I get that bass When I wanna get some I can get some fast Go to the hole With my four-stroke Johnson You know I got holes All across Wisconsin Don't matter if it's Black or white I get that bass Every day and night I rig up and toss it and give it a flick. That bass is going to feel my ugly stick. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. As you know, today is the day we tell you how my best friend, Rusty Johnson, and I did in the big bass tournament put on by the Mount St. Helens Bassmasters at Mardon Resort and Potholes Reservoir. Rusty, it was a day. That's one way to put it. It was. It was a little bumpy out there today. Well, let's just say a little deja vu was in order. Last year, on the same date, 
April 9th, we fish the Berkeley Big Bass Tournament. And everyone remembers that is a really tough event because there was so much wind. We were talking about gusts up to 40 miles an hour, you know, built steadily throughout the morning into the afternoon. And it was just almost impossible to fish. And, and our trolling motor blew out on that. And uh, we didn't weigh in any fish. Caught a couple, but didn't weigh any in. And guess what happened today? The wind showed up just like last year. Just like last year. But, I mean, we gave it a heck. We fished hard, had one on, lost another bite, but it was a good time. Any day is a good time to be out there fishing. Well, there was certainly a good turnout despite the weather and everyone knew it was coming. 49 boats showed up, so that was great. And we were in there with the mix. It wasn't like we weren't in the right place. There was a lot of people fishing the same area of Potholes Reservoir we were. And we were fishing that area where during our pre-fish, you got that six-pounder, but this was a first for you and I. We blanked. We actually did not catch a single fish today yeah she moved (laughs) her and all of her friends because uh we did get a catch four fish last time and and i caught a couple fish the time before so i had some confidence you had some confidence but needless to say folks between the wind and the lack of bass our confidence was shattered oh yeah we just went right out the window (laughs) (laughs) well there's always next time on the bright side the boat as we expected performed well a couple of minor things to deal with but all in all that's okay and you know what we were fishing and any day fishing is better than any day working exactly it was cold It was windy. It was cold. The fish weren't biting, but there were some positives. I got to spend time with my best friend, and there was always the hope, every cast, that you were going to get into that bass. And we fished a lot of good-looking water, and we fished a lot of good-looking water that other anglers were fishing, too. We just didn't connect, and and quite frankly, it sounded like a lot of other people had problems connecting, too. Yeah, I think so. I think that with this cold snap, we went from the 70s down to 60 or below. It was actually 54. So we actually went from 70 degrees to 54 degrees in two days, and the water temperature dropped as well. So, I mean, this is truly one of the hardest times to fish is during a pre-spawn cold front, and that's what we were dealing with today. That's exactly it. It was a tough one. I mean, all the places we fished look great. They should be there. They were there last week, but not this week. Well, there's always next time, and there's another tournament coming up, and I have no doubt we're going to do a lot better next time, Russell. We can always hope. There you go, folks. Thanks as always, Rusty. We'll be fishing again soon. All right. I'm ready for it anytime. Next on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, well, you found out how Rusty and I did. Now let's introduce you to the winners of the Mount St. Helens Bassmasters Big Bass Tournament. That would be Matt Malatz and Austin Redding. They're out of Puyallup, and they conquered this tournament with a 6-pound, 12-ounce bass. Matt, it's great to talk to you today. Thanks so much for having us. How's it going? It's going great. You know, and and folks, I want to let you know, we actually recorded this right after they got their check, but that file was corrupted, so I had to go back in studio. I'm contacting them again, and of course, they're actually out fishing again today, this time on Moses Lake. Uh, How is the fishing going so far today? Well, it's cold out here. Yeah, there's ice everywhere on the boat this morning, so that wasn't a good start, but they're biting for the first little bit we've been out here. Well, you sure figured out how to get the fish to bite on Potholes Reservoir yesterday, something uh, a lot of anglers, including myself, were unable to do. How did you figure out where the fish were biting and how to get them to bite? Yeah, so we didn't have time to pre-fish, so we showed up and kind of stuck to the things we usually do. We knew the water was a little bit lower, and I had a feeling that the fish weren't all the way in the back of these pockets yet. So our goal was to find pockets 
that came right off the main channel and had deep, steep banks and had deep reeds in them. And once we found that, everywhere we went, we caught fish. Interesting. So you weren't fishing the flooded willows. You were fishing the, the flooded reeds. Yeah, we were fishing the reeds. It had to be a double pocket, basically. So if it had a pocket that went way back in where they could spawn easily and stuff and then had another pocket right next to the main water that had a nice deep drop in there, then they were stacked on it. Well, I am glad you figured out that riddle. Now, the big fish that you caught, you literally caught it 30 minutes before the tournament ended, didn't you? Yeah, we put it in the box and ran in and made it in with uh, 10 minutes to spare. <laughs> oh, and you know, there was another big fish that was weighed in that hour, a six-pound, three-ouncer, and I'm sure that angler thought he had it in the bag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I felt bad for a second. <laughs> <laughs> for a second, but not too bad because you and Austin ended up with a $4,800 check. What are you going to do with it? Uh, probably put it towards the business. Right, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, folks. This is kind of exciting. You and Austin, you're what, 26, 27 years old? Uh, 22 and 23. 22 and 23? This is amazing because this is not the first tournament you've won. No, <laughs> I've been fortunate enough in a few. That is absolutely amazing. So you're a member of the Puyallup Hog Hunters. I know that. How many tournaments do you and Austin fish a year? You know, we don't fish too many tournaments together. I fish with a couple people, but, you know, probably two, three. Okay. And and you're fishing out of a, a beautiful Phoenix bass boat. Tell our listeners a little bit more about that boat and the electronics you have. Yeah, I run a uh, 619 Phoenix 2014 with uh, two 12 live Lawrence's on it. And I run an Ultrax on the front also. Yeah, well, it's uh, a fine boat, but folks, uh, trust me on this. It's not the boat that makes the angler. It's the angler that catches the fish. And you two have definitely got it dialed in and figured out in a way that, that a lot of us were unable to. How many fish did you end up catching during the day? Probably close to 20. Wow. And, and what kind of lures were you using to catch these fish? We actually started the morning with more reaction. And then once it starts loading down a little bit, we started flipping. But we figured with all this wind, we, we couldn't flip accurate enough to make it worth it for us. So we went back to reaction right on the deep read stuff. So for our listeners who don't know what a reaction bait is, why don't you go ahead and explain that to some of our listeners? Yeah, reaction, usually we're looking for something that's going to make the fish react quickly and make them want to just hit it based out of anger or whatever. So spinner baits, swim jigs, it could be frog, stuff along those lines. But we like spinner baits and swim jigs mostly. And they usually does the trick out there. Any particular color that seemed to work yesterday? You know, I don't think it was too much of the color. I think they were just hungry for it. Most of the fish, too, if you had anything that was, you know, a, more of a, a bait fish color, so your whites, your grays, and stuff like that, they usually did the trick. All right. Well, congratulations again on Thank that $4,800. Well, actually, was it $4,800 plus the hourly win? Yeah, yep, 5040 something like that. Wow, that is just wonderful. I'm really happy for you, too, and, and thanks for giving me some tips so maybe I can do better next year. Hey, before we go, I want to talk about this brand-new company that you and Austin are launching. It's called Live to Fish, and folks, if you go to live2fish.co, you're going to find their website, which is going to go live any day now. Tell our listeners a little bit more about this. Yeah, so we, we started a fishing company that's going to be selling apparel, full tungsten line, soft plastics, really high-quality stuff from rod sleeves, bait bags, and everything to hold your tackle. We just want to, you know, find the problems that people are having and do it better. So we partnered up with a bunch of manufacturers and pumping out a bunch of products that are going to be hitting the stores here soon. 
and this is really interesting to me. When we were talking yesterday, I'm, I'm looking at you guys. Again, you're a couple of 20-somethings. I'm thinking, how are you going to get your products in the stores? I mean, this is a, a really competitive space. And you've got some people that really believed you, even at your young yeah. age. Yeah, you know, thank God people have faith in us for what we do. We've been fortunate enough to get people to stand behind us in a lot of things we've done in the past, and we haven't disappointed yet. So hopefully uh, everything pans down and be great. All right. And when is that website going to go live? It'll actually be Friday or Saturday this week. Okay. So, folks, uh, as you're hearing this, it should be up and running. Check out the line of fishing equipment and apparel you can find at live2fish.co, not com, co. That's live2fish.co, live2fish.co. You'll also find them on Facebook, and you can check out what these two young anglers who really know their stuff have got to offer you. want to say again, Matt, congratulations to you and Austin. Looking forward to seeing you on the water again soon. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. On that note, let's go ahead and transition out of this segment the same way we started it with that parody group Shad Rap. I grab my soft plastic, then let it sink. Got my right tip up and my hands on my reel. That bass is going down to my power world. Oh, do you like this bass? Oh, yeah, that's a nice looking bass. Go fishing, make money, help out, and have fun. That's what the Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery is all about. From May 1st through September 30th, catch pike minnow out of the Columbia and Snake Rivers and turn them in for cash. Pike minnow eat juvenile salmon and steelhead. Each one you catch helps more juvenile fish reach the ocean. Pike minnow are worth anywhere from 5 to 8 bucks, and keep an eye out for tag fish worth $500. Find out more at pikeminnow.org and go fishing! Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter and has what you need as a hunter, angler, hiker, paddler, camper, and outdoors enthusiast. They also carry an extensive assortment of firearms and ammunition you simply can't find anymore at many big box stores. On top of that, their knowledgeable staff is here to help you purchase the right gear so you can get the most out of your outdoor experience. Visit your local Sportsman's Warehouse store today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. BackcountryHunters.org. Join the fight for our public lands and waters today. We've got time for one more shot of Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. I'm glad you're back because I've got to tell you about the spring sale that's going on now through the 24th at your local Sportsman's Warehouse store. Whether you want to go fishing or paddling or maybe do some outdoors cooking, Sportsman's Warehouse has got all sorts of great deals right now. For example, you can get a deluxe sit-on-top kayak for only $350. That's $100 off, 15% off all of Lost Creek boats they have in stock. If you're looking for rod and reel combos, they've got those on sale. And don't forget the Camp Chef STXS pellet grill. That's also on sale for $399. That's $100 off. In addition to that, they've got pontoon boats and accessories. They've got hiking boots. They've got tents. They've got camp stoves, backyard grills, and more. You'll find it all at your local Sportsman's Warehouse store. All right. Instead of your Sportsman's Warehouse trivia question of the week, we're doing something a little different this week. We are giving away three foil packets that contain 
delicious wild-caught Alaskan salmon from Sina Sea Seafood. Now, these are going to be either sockeye or coho salmon. They taste absolutely delicious. My favorite, putting them on a cracker with some cream cheese and a little bit of pepper jelly. It's an absolutely delicious way to enjoy your smoked salmon, and three of you are going to get the chance to do so. If you want a chance to win a packet of smoked salmon value at over $20, here's what you do. Just go to our website at northwesternoutdoors.com, shoot us an email, and just let us know what station you're listening to today and where you're from for a chance to win. If you want to go to our Facebook page, you can do that too. I'd really appreciate it if you liked and followed our Facebook page. Then go to the post thread where we're doing the giveaway, and again, just let us know what station you're listening to and where you're from for a chance to win. We'll pick three winners after our last broadcast this weekend, and they're going to enjoy some delicious smoked salmon. And by the way, Cena Sea Seafood, as you heard, has all sorts of other great wild-caught Alaskan seafood for you, too. Check it out at SenaSea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, SenaSea.com. And with that, it's time to wrap things up for another week. Rusty and I will be licking our wounds and looking forward to our next time on the water where we can maybe get a little redemption and get some bass in the boat. But you know what? We got to go fishing, and that's always a lot of fun, as is hiking and wildlife watching and turkey hunting. All those things are available to you this April and more. So until next time, do take care, God bless, and make it a point to spend some time outdoors. <music>